0: Hi everyone, it's Bert from Season Gaming, and welcome to this week's BitCast. We're at BitCast 51, and we've actually had a lot of news that has happened this week due to a couple big announcements and packs. So we're going to get started with this big news because State of Play finally happened. If you tuned in last week, we did talk about State of Play happening. It happened this past Monday, depending on when you're listening. Um, This is Sunday when we're recording, but if you're listening later in the week, this happened last week. But let's go ahead and start it out. So when you did look on YouTube or if you were watching live, it did last around 26 minutes total. Um, that is with commercials. That's with the ads and everything before that, I should say, not commercials. But it was kind of short. One of the neat things like we, we could say is that it was in the format of the Nintendo Uh, news cycle that has recently happened so that's pretty good a lot of people haven't been really hot on inside Xbox but it is a different format so there wasn't necessarily a host there wasn't a show format we just saw a lot of announcements and trailers but let's talk about those really quick so we have recently done a special on VR VR seemed to be a massive focus on state of play this time and it kind of kicked off the entire presentation with Iron Man VR so uh Ains, what are your thoughts here from the VR perspective? Did you get what you wanted out of this presentation? Did you want more? Did you want less? What are
1: your thoughts? Uh I was hoping for a little more. I think that um this was their first show. It's their first format, you know, or, or first uh show in this format, I should say. Uh, as you said, kind of like Nintendo Direct, but um I thought uh I thought it was a little shallow, to be honest. Uh I'm not too excited. Iron Man VR got a lot of press. Um, But I, I just looking at it, I wasn't too impressed. And, you know, we'll see how it plays, which is going to be key, of course. Um, they showed a few things I'm interested in. I was happy to see more of uh, Concrete Genie, uh, indie game, not VR, though. Um, and what was the title they showed for VR that was new? Was it Blood and Truth, I think it was called? Um, that looked yep. actually pretty cool. So I think Blood and Truth and then... Um, there was another game. Gosh, I'm, I'm going blank. I'm sorry. Bear with me here. Um, Observation was another game that was a, a first kind of reveal that I thought looked really good. But in terms of the format for the show itself, I'm, I've got nothing against the format. I think that, uh, you know, they're cutting straight to the chase and basically uh, all meat, no fat. But the problem is there, there wasn't a lot of meat here either. <laughs> I just... I, I wanted to see something a little more than these really high-level things, and then they ended um, with just extra video footage of things like Mortal Kombat 11, Days Gone, uh, stuff that we've already seen just uh, uh, very extensively. So there really wasn't a whole lot to get excited about here. I hope that they refine this and uh, you know bring some more important things or, or bigger news as the year goes on.
2: Yeah, it's. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my gosh, what just happened? All right. Yeah, it's, um... It was alright. I mean, you know, the inside Xbox stuff, the Nintendo Directs, you know, and now the state of play or whatever it is, they're... They're You had know, to take them at face value. You know, you're not going to probably get huge, huge announcements every time. Um, for the first time out, I think it was okay. Um, I'm not super excited for many of the games. The Iron Man game... After actually watching it, it was I was like, "Well, this is all right, I guess." I hope it's ten (laughs) dollars. That's that's about (laughs) what I thought of it. Um, I might jump back into No Man's Sky to see how it goes in VR. Um, I did enjoy that game. I enjoyed it less when they actually patched it, which is weird. Um, And they you know brought that big content update last year. Um, But you know, any any news is good news. So. Um, is what it is. As far as, you know, new stuff, nah. I mean, meh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I found interesting about the Iron Man VR trailer um, is that that was not actual game footage the entire time They were showing a pre-rendered video of what it could be in concept, I guess you could say, but we don't actually know what the actual footage and the gameplay looks like in that game. A lot of people were really hot on that trailer and I am not yet. I think it's a cool concept so far, but I never really get excited until I actually see the gameplay and what you can actually do. Um, another thing for me is the No Man's Sky seems almost like the perfect game to be suited for VR. So I I avoided it due to all the negative um, I guess news and everything that was happening at its release. I was more interested in it when it came out on Xbox, but I just haven't really uh, picked it up yet. But this might be a good way to kind of get back into the VR um, of No Man's Sky. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I, I think. It kind of remains to be seen if these presentations that are happening really have any, as Ain said, meat to them um, when it comes to what's happening. I wonder if from a, a Microsoft, Nintendo and Sony perspective, if this is just to kind of keep people interested in the brand and kind of let them know that they are still around and they are still having some new things coming out. But, you know, with Sony not going to E3 this year, are these the types of small presentations that we're going to get from Sony this year? Um, until the big releases are coming out, so we still don't have a lot of firm release dates. I think a lot of people were hoping to see some more from your Last of Us two and, and other, you know, Death Stranding things like that. A lot of people were trying to tease that we might get release dates for these, and we didn't see anything. So um, I don't know. Kind of, kind of a letdown here. Uh, it's interesting seeing people kind of still say this was amazing, and then you have the other side of
1: like, what were you watching? Were we watching the same video? <laughs> well, I. I think, um, yeah, I think the the public has spoken, right? Because the actual official PlayStation video of State of Play is downvoted horrendously. Um, So I think most people were pretty disappointed with this. Um, To your point, I I, I just wanted to touch on No Man's Sky VR. I I actually was pretty excited about that as well. I played No Man's Sky a ton at launch. I'm one of those weirdos. Um, And I actually really enjoy the game for what it is. Uh, I think VR is a perfect fit for that game, and I'm actually really excited to try it. The nice thing, of course, if you're on PS4 and have PSVR, even if you've never bought No Man's Sky before, you can get that game for like $10 um, on PS4, and all the huge updates are free, so you don't have to buy anything else, and this VR update is free as well. So um, definitely a good time to jump in and try out, try it out. The only thing I would be concerned about is, as you guys know, when you're playing VR for extended periods of time, it wears on your eyes a little bit and um no man's sky is one of those games where you just explore and you can spend hours upon hours playing so i don't know how that's going to translate to kind of quicker vr sessions that may may be a little troublesome but um in terms yeah do you know do do you know if you can play multiplayer no man's sky vr that'd be kind of the i think the you know that's a good question i was going to say the next update that's coming later this year is like the full-on multiplayer um component to no man's sky Uh, I don't know if the VR is just you know the full game or if it's a specific section of the game I'm not sure Hmm. Um, I was gonna say that could be really cool if you have like two or three people in full VR playing together that would be awesome that would be yeah that would be I hadn't even thought about that to be honest Um, the only other thing I was gonna say to your comments about the the show itself uh, I you know I know um, Nintendo most people really like the Nintendo Directs and I think they're pretty good right they've gotten that format format down to a science And I like how they interject game directors or uh, producers on certain things. The thing I didn't like about this was, it was straight trailers with almost no break. uh, And it basically felt like Siri was presenting to you, you know, they had that woman, almost automated voice over top of it, laid on top of it, and it was just really, really edited down. And some people may like that. I like a little more insight into what's going on with these games. And so I know people are kind of mixed on Inside Xbox, as you said, but, you know, I like it. I know there's a lot of fat there on Inside Xbox, but when you get to hear from the devs making games or you get to hear from the team there and what they're working on, I like that aspect of it because it gives you a little more knowledge of what's going on behind the scenes.
0: Yep. Dan, anything else on this one from you? Are you still interested in Crash Team Racing and everything? I thought that was cool.
2: Well, yeah, that's mostly because we've got some hot action coming up. (laughs) <laughs> well, between some podcasts <laughs> you know that's what i'm looking forward to some oh you guys don't know CTR. what you're in for i have no idea what i'm so, in for because so, i haven't played it forever
0: so one of the things that interested me about it is i'll probably picking it up on playstation just because of the extra content to play the the old tracks and everything like that and the old resolution and plus i think wasn't it um the people that we've challenged and that we're going to destroy only play on playstation <laughs> um well, no me. they have
1: xbox too but they'll probably buy yeah. it on ps4 yeah
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. we could just do, yeah. PS four would be fine. If they, I didn't know they were coming out with extra content just for the PS four. That's awesome. Is that in the video that I missed? Yeah, it
0: was in the it was in the trailer. Yeah. It was in the trailer. Totally <laughs> really. They it. were they were totally talking about the part. stuff that
2: is exclusive to it. I'm trying to stay yeah. away from that and avoid spoilers because <laughs> I'm go. like going fresh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> speaking of, of the remake. other
0: things they did show, the other things they showed at the end was uh, Days Gone, which we've seen tons of right now, and then Mortal Kombat eleven. And uh, I've actually gone silent on Mortal Kombat 11. I think they've shown everything now to where it's gotten to the point to where I think a lot of the game's ruin ruined for me as far as surprises and stuff. I've seen every single fatality when I have tried to turn it off, but they're just, every outlet's doing the fatality thing, so. Um, anyways, it's uh, it's interesting. I, let's see what else happens from uh, State of Play in the future. Hopefully they get some feedback and they um, enhance it in some way because it, it's, it was just kind of a letdown from a lot of people's perspective, so... Anyways, moving along, uh, one of the biggest conventions that happens outside of 3 PAX East did happen uh, this past week. Uh, The biggest, I guess, panel that was expected and the biggest uh, developer that we were kind of waiting to hear more news on and was teased way before PAX even started as big announcements was Gearbox, and so Gearbox had a massive panel, I think it was around an hour, and correct me if I'm wrong guys, but a lot of information came out, and we're not going to go over every single announcement, because then we'd be talking about that for 20-30 minutes, but we're going to touch on the big ones. Alright, so one of the first announcements that interested me was the Bulletstorm port coming to the Switch, and so this is going to be called the Duke of Switch edition, so Duke of Nukem has been out on Bulletstorm for the past couple years already, in the existing generations of Xbox and PlayStation 4 but it is gonna be coming to the switch so I didn't really see this coming I'm not sure if I'm super excited about it not gonna be playing it again but for people that haven't played uh, the Bulletstorm game in previous or current gen consoles this might be a good place for them to check it out on the switch
2: yeah I, I, I played uh, <laughs> it's funny cuz I played I picked it up it was on sale I think for the Xbox with the Duke Nukem thing and it's pretty funny you know, it's just—it just basically, you know, imposes his voice on, and you know, goes through the whole game. Well, i, I would assume the whole game. I got glitched out uh, in the first level and could not advance. And I said, "Nope, I've got better things to do." But I, when oh, I man. when it first came out, I loved Bulletstorm. It was—it was just a fun, stupid game. You know, um, but yeah, but it was well done. You know, for what it was. But this is cool, you know, I'm glad that Switch people, Switch people, Nintendo people, or, gosh, now I feel like I'm singling people out. More people (laughs) can try the game and enjoy it and have fun.
1: Yeah, I picked up Bulletstorm at launch way back when it first launched on, uh, this Xbox 360, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 I played it then too. Um... Yeah, and I used to play that in co-op with some buddies, and it's actually quite a fun game. It's got some neat aspects to it. Um, I, I'm not going to be going back to it for this, but as Dan just said, you know, the more people that get to play it, uh, cool.
0: Yeah, kind of funny. Another one of those games that came out two generations ago that's just making its appearance on the Switch, but, you know, I, I, I think it's a fun game. If you're slightly interested in it, check it out. I, I hope there'll be at least a demo for people to check out. Um, moving on to another just weird part of the presentation of, the, of this panel was they kind of introduced a card game uh for Borderlands and they brought one of the uh what is it filthy casual models Dan is yeah. that right I I'm think she that right. Yeah, I think she works
2: yeah. she works for the company and models some of her stuff and does a lot of stuff Yeah, so they brought stuff.
0: her Yeah, they brought her out on the stage for what Randy Pitchford did kind of like a magic trick. I thought it went way too long and it was kind of a poor presentation, but there's a Borderlands card game coming out. Um, I don't know if we need to spend too much time on this one, but are you guys even remotely interested in the card game or just a hard pass.
1: Um, no. Yeah, I'll be buying it just because I love Borderlands. But you know, just playing—we uh, play card games and stuff around in my house with my son. So, and he loves Borderlands. Yeah. So, um, the fact that it's Tiny Tina—you know, from what we could see of it, it looked pretty cool. I thought it was kind of strange that. They spent all that time on the magic trick, which, by the way, the magic trick was actually kind of was kind of cool. Uh. Yeah. It's a presentation, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, they didn't really show too much of the game itself. You couldn't see. I wish they would have shown like, some of the cards and some of the other stuff. Um, but regardless, I'll be picking it up. It, it was kind of funny um, that they went into that in the presentation, so...
2: I feel like the longer you know, if you kept watching that, I think the reason it did go so long is because of the issues they had probably later on down the road. In the background, they're probably you know <laughs> yeah. stalling for something else. Yeah, that car trick was—I uh, thought it was pretty cringy. Um, I hate using that yeah. word, but you know, it was just like, like, what, what is happening, Randy? Come on, buddy, just give us what come we on, want. Randy. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Randy. Yeah, we're on a first name basis, Bert. I just wanted to let you know that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and 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 it just—I mean, whatever, man. (laughs) Nobody signed up for that. Nobody came to that thing to go. Oh, gosh, I really hope Randy Pitchford does a magic trick. This is going to be awesome. No, and then the yeah yeah, the first card. I mean, it was it was obviously planned. I think you know it was, you know, come on. The first card he pulled over had the signature on it. You know, people saw it stop it Randy you're no David Blaine <laughs> come on you're not even David yeah, Copperfield. it is
0: interesting that it, it is interesting that in a lot of our uh, video game presentations whether it be at E3 or PAX or you know any of these big ones it, it's funny how a lot of the presen- presenters that aren't in their comfort zone of outside of talking about video games and everything try to do something funny or a magic trick or they try to bring this crazy rock band in or something and they claim to be rocking out next to it I mean just present in your own nerdy dorky way I think that's what we really want I don't really care for this other fake stuff that they do but um I don't know it it is what it is it was an interesting presentation um and let's move on to the next point that was interesting for us in the Gearbox presentation so um if you did pick up the um the PlayStation VR, and you were lucky enough to get the bundle that came with Borderlands, v- Borderlands 2 VR. Uh, they are adding aim support, so if you have that attachment for VR, this is something that's been highly requested from the VR game. Um, all the DLC from Borderlands 2 was not initially included in the vanilla copy, I guess you could say it, in the VR bundle is coming this summer and that is going to be free so if you have been playing the heck out of that vr game this is super good news for you it's even better that it's free so that's a a cool thing and getting to the bigger news as they started rolling towards the end of the presentation the handsome collection is now going to get an update on april 3rd of full 4k so that's a super Uh, big update. It's been getting updated I think since it kind of came out. It's been streamlined and um, even if you haven't played the prequel this is going to be a great one to play in 4K. I might actually go do this now because I didn't get to play the prequel. But this is a handsome collection is only to the prequel and Borderlands 2 so it's important to keep that in mind. Any comments here guys before we get to the other big game announcements
2: on here? Yeah if you go and play the prequel let me know and I'll jump in there with you one of my favorites. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah so,
1: so, so kind of warm us up. Two comments. Uh, it's the pre-sequel, Damn Borderlands Jesus Noobs. Um, and the game is not uh, good, so I wouldn't waste your time. It
2: is not. It's oh, very
1: good. It's, it's, the, base, it's
2: good. the same goddamn game. It's,
1: no. Nope. Yes, it is. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Wait, aren't, aren't they all kind of the same? No. Nope. <laughs> <coughs> you, you see these two um, I have to podcast with? You see this?
2: Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, Are you talking gosh. about a story perspective, or... Like just a mechanic, like mechanic-wise, is it?
1: A little of both. Mm.
2: Yep. Mm. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. Well, it might. Be... <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ains, did,
0: did you play it all already? By the way, the prequel.
1: The pre-sequel, yeah, I played uh, it for quite a bit. I played it with my uh, sons and wife, and we, we play a lot of Borderlands together. And so when that came out, we uh, we dove into it, and uh, we quickly dropped it. Um, my son is now replaying Borderlands Two um, because that's the best one. <laughs> Um, and I'm actually looking forward to this next announcement that we're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, well, really quick, before we jump to that, is is it worth trying to play the pre-sequel, I guess I'm going to call it now, <laughs> and then moving over to our next announcement and then to part two? Or did the, is there a better order to play them in, if you're going to replay them again to
1: get ready for the final <laughs> announcement that we're going to mention? Yeah, um, I, I would play this next announcement first, play one first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I don't know, that's just me. I, I, I like I said, I just wasn't a big fan of the pre sequel. I didn't like the mechanics they added. I didn't like some of the, the mm. level layouts. It was it was just kinda of bland. Um, and you could tell it wasn't developed by Gearbox directly and and you could tell that. Gotcha. Alright, well, instead of skirting around it uh, non-stop, I'm sure everybody kind of has, has
0: heard this already, but to get our take on it, so Borderlands 1 Game of the Year edition is coming out also on April 3rd, so that's depending on when you're listening to this, just in a few days. It's going to get full 4-player co-op support, it's going to be in 4K, 60 frames per second. All DLC is included, and there will be new skins and heads for some of the characters as well. So if you kind of remember, Borderlands 1 was a long time ago. So a lot of the stuff that is now normal in the Borderlands play was not available then. So to see it kind of get upgraded in this Game of the Year edition, massive news for people. Super excited. I think a lot of us are going to go back and play this one.
1: Yeah, this this really got me going. I, I love Borderlands 1. I was, ever since the game first got announced way back and got a decade ago now, believe it or not. It was 2009 it released. Um... I've played through it multiple times, but I'll definitely be picking this up just to kind of, you know, for the nostalgia of playing it again. And as you said, got a lot of new features. They're also adding like a, a modern mini map like Borderlands 2 had. Um, one didn't have that, even though people may think it did. Um, they're adding new legendaries as well. And so it's just got a lot more to it. And it's 29.99, dollars 99 So um, I'll be picking yep. this up on Tuesday for sure.
2: Yep, same here because i'm a sucker <laughs> <laughs> buying you got us gearbox You got us, you got us. it oh, yeah. i mean i i could literally <laughs> that start that game really and play the
1: me. first oh sorry dan i was gonna say no, i could probably? play probably the first quarter to a half of that game almost blind i have run through yeah. the beginning of that game endless amounts yeah. of time
0: mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yeah so super excited there and then at the end of the um presentation and back with horrible technical issues and difficulties <laughs> they, they had to deal with uh randy came out and we had originally gotten the teaser to borderlands 3 which was simply i don't even know how you call that was it just a, a scrolling through a mosaic of the of the game without any gameplay footage or anything and then they finally gave us a full trailer of borderlands 3 so the worst kept secret in probably the gaming industry right now has been officially confirmed and everything we don't have a release date nothing was shown on that there is there is teases that we're going to actually get a release date potentially in the beginning of april but still no release date rumored to still be in 2019 we'll see if that happens but what are your biggest thoughts here guys i know you two were super hyped about it
2: yeah i'm pumped man i love borderlands but (laughs) we've been talking about it it's we've been waiting a long time for it it's, it's one of my favorite, it is my favorite looter shooter of all time. It's hilarious, it's fun to play, um, you know, it's just, it, it snuck up on me, to be honest with you, that first game, when I played it, I was like, eh, we'll see how this is, and then, yeah, I played through it all the way through with all four characters, same with number two, and then, I don't think I did all the pre-sequel twice, but, lots of DLC, it's really well supported, you know, by Gearbox, um, so i'm ready man it's gonna be awesome i was really excited to see that trailer
0: so you're saying bring it dan bring it on bring it it on yeah i'm um, how about you yeah
1: yeah i'm pumped for it i um i first of all i think the the issues they had with the presentation were catastrophic but also hilarious um yeah this is why I like live shows everyone's talking about Nintendo Direct State of Play and how you don't have those issues I like those issues and the reason I like them is because you got to see Randy be put in an uncomfortable place and you could see kind of just the concern and passion he had for the game and showing it to the fans there Um, and I like to see that out of the devs I like to see something real rather than everything being scripted and perfect every time so I thought it was kind of funny I, I was having a laugh while watching it um in terms of Border- oh, you were having a laugh. I was having a laugh. Uh, in terms of- <laughs> <laughs> they taken the piss with this. Um, <clears throat> in terms of Borderlands 3, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, uh, you know, if you're a big fan of Borderlands, um, this trailer was done in the exact same model. So for those who forget, Borderlands One trailer is what really put it on the map immediately. It had this really funky trailer, had this unique art style, it had this catchy song. And um, immediately when they showed that original trailer a decade ago, Borderlands was on the map. And so when Borderlands 2 came out, they did the same thing. They got a, a new catchy song and uh, with Doomsday, and they had this really cool trailer showing the new Vault Hunters and all that. And so I like that the very first thing we saw for Borderlands 3 was this same methodology. You had this three-minute long trailer showing all the characters and everything in it with this cool song. And it was just a really cool fan homage, in my opinion. Um, they did confirm, Randy confirmed yesterday on Twitter, uh, Bert, that they're going to show, or they're going to tell the release date on April 3rd. So they said, you'll see more of the game and we'll give the release date on uh, Tuesday. So, or whenever that is Wednesday, April 3rd, um, So, you know, for the trailer, there's a lot of stuff shown in that trailer that I think we don't have to get into. But, I mean, there was a lot of things there that um, showed potential. For instance, they showed multiple worlds, which would be the first for Borderlands. And for those who finished Borderlands 2, you know, that's what they hinted at at the end is going to multiple worlds. So I think that gives them the opportunity to really play around with uh, the environments and everything, I think, which will be amazing. They showed uh, different gun types and modifications, which was part of the rumor that you'll be able to modify guns and find um, components and things this time. And that uh, they showed that the enemies are uh, a pair of twins, apparently with the first male siren that we'll find out uh, more about. Because you know all the sirens in the Borderlands universe are female only. Um, so there's just, I could go on and on. There was a ton in that trailer. If you kind of rewatch it a few times that you catch, and I'm sure I still missed a bunch. But yeah, I was, uh, I was super pumped. I'm so ready for this. And um I'll just say, if it comes out this fall, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble because this fall is already getting really packed.
2: It's got yeah, guns, it's with it. sup- <laughs> guns with legs on it. A lot of people guns <laughs> with legs
1: and mechs and monsters and yeah, there's, mm. it was cool. Yep,
0: yeah, a lot of people super hyped on it. Um, we'll see if we get that, What that release date is? You guys want to take a stab at it and guess on 2019 or what do you think 2020?
1: 2019 oh, for 2019. sure. Yep, and uh, someone dedu- deduced in um, the trailer, you know, guys really study these things. If you break it down, there's a clip or there's a part halfway through where it zooms in on a building. And if you zoom in on the clip, you can see a 10. And then the very next building they show on the side of it, there's an 01. So people are thinking it's going to be October 1st, which happens to be a Tuesday. So wow. that's uh, that's the current rumor. But yeah, I think it'll definitely be this year.
2: I think it's going to yeah, be uh, this third. <laughs> you're he just going to be like yeah you got it. here you go it's all out and then also boom Borderlands lanes three i mean and
0: then boom, awesome i have to take vacation be? again
2: yeah mm.
0: i just got really sick yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh i think it'll be uh, also this fall and i think it'll be
1: playable at e3 yes so, let's uh, do we'll, this we'll, we'll see what that line that they, they usually have go ahead i was gonna say that line would be like eight hours long to play it
0: yeah so we'll see so a lot of excitement there from uh, Gearbox at PAX and so if you haven't seen the trailer we have been showing it over the video if you're listening audio wise just head over the Gearbox YouTube channel they've got pretty much their entire presentation and then they have the trailers broken out so really cool to see there a lot of excitement happening from Gearbox coming up it's good to see that they're doing some good stuff Um, Okay, moving over to an entirely different um, announcement, and this is from Remedy. So if you did play Quantum Break or Alan Wake or or this stuff, you have seen the trailers for Control. We finally got a release date for that. That's going to be this summer. It's going to be August 27th. So this game has... uh, Really uh, received a lot of good feedback from the trailer. A lot of people are excited about it. It is cross-platform this time, so not an Xbox exclusive in any form. So a lot more people will get to play it. But it looks pretty cool. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up at launch. I I think it looks pretty fun. It almost looks like a sequel to Quantum Break to me. Um, But, you know, it's going to be fun, I think.
1: I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I liked Quantum Break a lot. The only thing that annoys me with this damn game is that it's getting so much attention and press now, whereas Quantum Break didn't. You know, it's kind of frustrating because Quantum Break was a really good game, and uh, I wish it would have gotten, obviously, done better for Remedy and more people would have checked it out. So, But uh, based on what I've seen, uh, this looks really good. I think this release date here is obviously trying to get in front of the fall we were just referencing, and it's probably a smart move You know, from Remedy's perspective because Control... Uh, as many people is, uh, are excited for this, and it's on PS4 now, um, you know, it, it's not going to stand up to those major, major hitters in the fall. So, this is probably a smart move on their part.
2: Yep, I'm excited for it. I also enjoy Quantum Break. Um, I actually didn't play Alan Wake, which kind of makes me sad. But Oh, boy. Um, I know. There <coughs> we go. Off the, cop, off the podcast. There it again. goes. Yeah, I know Diego hates <laughs> me for it. Um, but. I really get one, enjoyed man. One. You get one every big Yes, yeah. we'll see. There it is. <laughs> I got another one for you later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm curious to know, you know, like well, how much content there is. Is it gonna be like a big game? You know, I, I don't know a whole lot about. You know, I mean, I guess you wouldn't. You know, seeing as that out, but you know, it's 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 definitely curious, and I really am looking forward to seeing more from it. So, bring it on.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I expect somewhere to obviously single player. There might be some multiplayer aspect to it that we don't know about, but I, I'm guessing somewhere between the 10 to 20 hour range should yeah. have pretty good mechanics, and that's kind of it. That's what they usually build out. So, okay, uh, we only have a few uh, really quick announcements, and then we're going to talk about Division 2, so we'll detail that a little bit longer, but really quick ones here. So, the Gwent card game um, is coming to smartphones. So, if you, first of all, if you loved Gwent from The Witcher, they did have a standalone game, obviously. And it's fantastic if you like Gwent, definitely recommend picking it up. It is going to be coming out on the iPhone first later this year. No firm release date and no exact release date or even window for the Android devices. So if you're in those type of uh, phones or smart devices, nothing yet, but it is coming. It is coming to the iPhones first. Um, Dreams, we did talk about Dreams in the past. Uh, This is the game that's coming out on PlayStation 4. A lot of people have been excited for it. I think, Dan, you got to play some of the uh, early, I guess, beta, if I'm not mistaken. But Early Access is coming out on the 16th. We did mention it in the past, like I said, but there wasn't a date for it. Now we have a date, and that's right around the corner and then lastly uh, F1 2019 which is probably one of my biggest games for 2019 um, is getting released two months earlier than their typical schedule so they're they usually release at the end of August and a lot of the F1 season has already been happening so uh, we we don't really have a new game but this is a big deal it's going to be coming out on the 28th of June Um, It'll be right on the weekend of the Austrian Grand Prix. If you do follow F1, this is kind of a big deal. So I'm going to be super excited about that one. They have been working on this specific title for two years. So last year was the first time that they really spent a lot of time on the enhanced consoles like PlayStation 4 and Xbox One X. This is going to be pretty much a new experience from what uh, Codemasters is talking about. Um, And you'll finally get to actually make your own cars with liveries and stuff like that. There'll be more details on it later to come, though. So make sure to follow us on social media if you want more updates on that. But now I'm going to turn it over to uh, Dan and Ains. And we're going to briefly talk about the year one content that's coming out uh, for Division 2. And it's going to be free. But I'll turn it over to you guys before I start sounding like an idiot and don't know what I'm talking about. But Ains, Dan, talk to
1: me about this content coming. All right. Um, Okay. Yeah, so uh, when, before Division 2 launched, they announced that they were going to do the first year of content free. So funny enough, there is a season pass or year one pass for the Division 2, but that actually starts taking place next year, believe it or not. So obviously they're in for the long term on this game. Everything coming the rest of 2019 is free for all players. Starting uh, April 5th next week, or when you're listening to, to this this week, uh, which is going to bring world tier five and gear sets. So if you're uh, familiar with the end game of Division, after you beat everything, it goes to world tier uh, one, and then you work your way up to world tier four, which is you know harder enemies, various different missions and strongholds, um, updated way the map works, and all this other stuff. Uh, almost an overwhelming amount of end game content. Um, the direct opposite of Anthem, pretty much. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I had to say it. <laughs> um, and so world tier five and uh, the full six piece five and six piece gear sets are coming next week or this week, like I said, which is really neat. That's something that um, you know, was in division one as well, and and just further expands upon the amount of builds and weaponry you can use and all these other things. And then uh, they've got three episodes coming through the year. Summer brings episode one, which is called Expeditions. Autumn brings episode two, which is where they're actually going to have the Pentagon. Um, and then episode three is going to be in the winter, which is going to bring some other things they haven't disclosed yet, along with three new specializations. So currently there's three in the game that you can specialize once you hit endgame, so there'll be six at that point. Um, and then they're adding things like you know all kinds of different uh, missions and content, and they're going to add eight-player raids so if you're like us and you have a clan and you got a whole bunch of people that play this game, you'll be able to group up with eight people to play these massive raids, uh, which is just going to be kind of crazy, really. I mean, we haven't seen anything like that, on, especially on the console side for this type of looter shooter. So um, everything's usually around four players. So long story short, a ton of stuff coming. The game is, um, I could go on and on about the game, and I will at a different point, but this is really fun for players, and I think they're just going to keep players engaged throughout 2019, which is great to see.
2: Yep, um, and I, there's not a whole lot I can add except to say that, you know, I, I typically play a game and I'm usually done with it, and even games like this. In fact, it hasn't been since a uh, while, since I've really put multiple, you know, years really into a game, or months even. Um, it, this one's got me, and I never thought for a second it would, But and then you you're adding all of this stuff. I mean, there's it's just going to keep coming and coming, so I can see myself playing this, you know, long term, which is great, you know, because that gives you so much value, you know, for your buck. You know, that's that's in with the limited amount of time people have. I mean, it's it's hard to, you know, jump around and get all these games played. And but this one, they know what they're doing, they've learned from the mistakes of the past, they've learned from mistakes of others, um, and just. Are knocking it out of the park. It's a super fun game. It's amazingly fun to play with friends. And um yeah, this so far is my game of the year, which is never. I never thought I'd say it, but it
1: is. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious that you, of all people, because we joked about this, are are uh, really, really into you know finding gear and gearing up and and looting up. In fact, you're a higher gear score than I am right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's great. And yeah, we uh, if Dan and I look like uh, death warmed over, it's because we were playing The Division 2 until 2.30 a.m. or whenever it was last night. Um, it's just addicting, mm-hmm. and you just want to keep playing and playing and playing. So it's great. Cool. And just as a reminder for everyone, this is free. So
0: great support from the developer. And um, make sure we were showing, if you're watching this visually, like i said a few times now, we were showing kind of the, the image that they shared. But if you want more information, definitely go to our site. We have it there for you where you can take a closer look at it. So make sure to take a look at that if you're a Division fan. Well, that's it for news this week. There's been a lot of tiny stories that we really haven't covered, but make sure to follow our site for that as well for the smaller stories. And um, we wanted to share some first impressions on Firestorm. So we did talk about it in our last bitcast that it did actually come out this past Monday. We have got our hands on it. We've played a few matches. Some have been hysterical. And we wanted to share our impressions on that. We're also going to share our impressions on Sekiro which is um a game in its own i i will share my impressions on that (laughs) But let's 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 start out with firestorm uh we played um i actually played one by myself ains played one by himself and then we squatted up we played duos even though there's not a direct way to play duos we played just two um but actually dan let's start out with you i wanted to get your first impressions on this so far what are your
2: thoughts of course you do um as usual with any Battle royale game, I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, I jump out of planes early because I was trying to figure out what button to press. Uh, I can't figure out how to mark stuff on a map because even though it's the same in literally every battle royale game I play, um, yep, I couldn't drop an artillery strike because I hit the wrong button. I didn't understand anything but it was super fun. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> then I got nauseous too. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, it, it was a good. It was good. You know, even though I had literally brought nothing to the team, um, I uh, did about as poorly as possible. I don't know. I think I killed two people with a tank, and that might be the only way I ever kill anybody. Um, and I might not. Did even awesome drive. driving. You well, did awesome you know, driving. Yeah, I can drive. Yeah, there's that. I don't run over stuff and end up in valleys of rocks and stuff. So, that's no good. idea who
0: does that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who does that. The guy that
2: likes all the racing games. <laughs> oh, Ains, how about you? What, do you? what do you think so far?
1: Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, it's definitely more fun, as with most of them, right? It's definitely more fun in a squad. Uh, it definitely surprised me. So, we were talking last night about how from a realistic Battle Royale standpoint, you have PUBG and uh, you have PUBG. So, there's um, there's not a whole lot in the realistic battle royale realm you have those other ones you know there's Daisy out there and there's vigor and there's some variations on it but um, this looks great it runs great uh, I really like some of the ideas for instance you know they have this massive massive map um, but the circle only encompasses about 50 percent of it on a match which you can see from the start you can see the starting circle um, Things like that, things like being able to, um, you know, shoot when you're down, and um, just some of the layouts of the weapons and things. But it's a very different feeling game. Uh, It doesn't feel like PUBG, it certainly doesn't feel like Apex, and so there's a big learning curve here. I think as we played several matches last night, and we kind of got a better feel for it, I was really getting into it more. But I think people need to accept that this is a Battle Royale game in in a different game, completely. Different engine, different feel, and so it takes a little while to get that feel down, but got some really neat ideas i had a lot of fun playing it and um i think like we talked about before some of the aspects of uh battlefield like being able to destroy buildings you know we were sitting in that building and an artillery strike came down and started blowing the whole thing up so we just had to run um i think those are really unique to battlefield and will endear itself to me more so i'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it
0: Yeah, so I'll give my uh, quick impressions on it, too, and I'm simply going to say I think they're onto something here. I I think this is um, maybe one of my favorite Battle Royale games out right now just because, number one, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Number two, there's so many different ways you can play the game. I mean, you can... You can go completely stealth and try to hide the whole time, and there's ways that you can combat that. You can try to swim. There's actually jeeps that go on water now. Um, based on when these were actually out, there, it's an amphibious jeep where you can go through, which was really fun. Um, and then you can get in tanks, but there's you know consequences to getting in tanks, and there's ways you can take down tanks. And I thought the actual firestorm wall was absolutely awesome—the way it kind of comes in and and you can see it in the distance. And um, I don't know, I, I think it was really really cool. Um, I'm gonna be playing it a lot more. Um, I think it's, in a funny way, it's closest competitor would, would be probably Blackout for from Call of Duty, but um, I do like the way this one plays and looks. I, I think that longer development time actually helped them out here. The problem is is will people come back to it after they've kind of abandoned Battlefield? Um, and so I don't know i'm giving it rave reviews so far i need to play it a bit more i think the inventory management takes a second or two to kind of get used to it's very different from obviously apex which is kind of perfected inventory whereas pubg you go back and play that and inventory management's a nightmare um but i don't know i've really liked it so far so all right um we'll have to play that again um the the weird mode uh setup is that you can only play it in squads which is uh, one through four uh, uh players Um, And then you can only play it by yourself. So there's not duos and there's not uh, trios or anything like that. So maybe they'll add that in the future. So far, the map seems to be really, really cool. It's really big, as Ains mentioned, and you don't get the same map every time, which is kind of neat, too. Um, With still having one map, um, you get get different aspects of that map. And if I was to guess, Ains, we've probably only traversed maybe 20 to 25% of of the total map, if that
1: yeah it's uh it's incredibly extensive and i think that just adds to a whole bunch of different playstyles between the vehicles and the weaponry and stuff too so i think we just yeah. you know we've played a ton of battle royale and i think that we're going to really have to adjust the way we play battle royale for this game um which i think is neat i love learning new things and trying different strategies so yeah i think it's i think it's
2: great i won't i won't okay. be adjusting well, cool. how i play just so you know <laughs> there'll be no adjustment needed well, on my end thanks
0: as long as you <laughs> give it a try, Dan, that's all that matters, hey. and we always appreciate when you do. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you for doing
2: that. May, you may not, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, the other big release this week is Sekiro. So, this uh, this came out, actually, no, last week. Um, we actually spent a bit of time on it this week due to Ames traveling and me getting it late from GameStop. So, um, we finally played it. And I'm going to let you go first on this one because um, my, my first impression will be very short, so I'll let you spend a little more time on that. And obviously Dan hasn't played it, so go ahead and knock it out of the park here.
1: Yeah, so I'm a big fan of the From, from Games. excuse me. I'm uh, not a fanatic, but I like them all. I've played them all. Um, I was excited about Sekiro, and I did a lot of research on it ahead of time, so I kind of knew what to expect. Uh, if you're familiar with the games, it, it's going to be instantly recognizable in many ways. You know, you heal the same way, you gain XP very similarly, uh, except for this one has skill trees instead of custom builds. The environment and the engine feel very familiar. Um, you know, it's got some really nice environments, and uh, just art artistic direction is really solid as well. The one thing i'm really struggling with right now is the combat system and the combat system is completely different from souls and bloodborne so if you try to approach this game playing it like souls like i have early on uh you're struggling with it a lot because what this game really wants you to do is to be on the offensive um and then instead of dodging and kind of moving around enemies is really blocking and deflecting so if you're one of those people who kind of mastered parrying um, whether it be in uh, Bloodborne or Souls, you may be a little better off. I was always one who kind of dodged around and you know took my time on things. That doesn't work in this game. You'll just get overloaded. And so you know, I watched uh, the, the famous guy who does videos on these games, Vadi Vidya. He had some tips that he put up the other day, which were really good. So I'm trying to adjust my play style. It's working a little bit, <laughs> but I still have some challenges with it. The one thing that r- really is driving me crazy... Is that uh, compared to Souls and Bloodborne, they you had a bunch of iframes in your movement. So there were frames you could dodge or, or move where you wouldn't take damage. And in this game, that not only doesn't exist, but enemies have definitely a lot more kind of homing attacks, meaning they kind of follow you as you go to move. So if you like I said, if you if if you're someone that loves to kind of move around and, and dodge attacks, you're you're gonna get crushed. You will just get hit over and over and you'll be trying to figure out Why you continue to get hit in that same vein. And um, that's been a little maddening. So, but, you know, it has the same from charm as other games. And I'm going to power through. Like I I said, I'm going to be reviewing for the site. And, um, you know, I'm going to give my best to power through on this. I am enjoying it. And just, it's been a little more frustrating than I expected.
0: Okay. Well, let me give you my 30 second review. (laughs) Um, Let me start before I start that review by saying, all you publishers, all you journalists, all you people that said this was an easier From game, you guys can just screw off. It's not. I tell you that first of yeah, all. Yeah, it's not. Um, this is actually harder to me um, than Bloodborne was. And I did play a bit of uh, Dark Souls 1 when it was a really big deal. I did get pretty far in that, but not far enough to say that I experienced the game. This is way harder than that. Um, but um, now to my review. So uh, my quick impression, I should say, not review. But uh, first of all, let me start by saying I love the look, the feel, the art, the um, environments, the lore in every single from software game. It just sucks that I'm not good enough to get through most of those games in general. I've gotten really far in Bloodborne, and I could probably get to the end of that one, and I'm actually going to go back to that thing. I'm going to restart it. I'm probably about 80% of the way through, but um, I forgot a lot of the story, if there is a bit of a story in it, and I want to go back to it. But um, Sekiro is incredibly frustrating. Um, As Ains has mentioned, um, he's a bit of a dodger in games uh, when it comes to this type of uh, gameplay style. I'm the exact same way. I've never been a big parry fan in any games that I've played, even in fighting games that are like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, so i I've always dodged and like getting around things. Uh, And a lot of enemies, even the base NPCs that you run across, or or enemies I should say, they have this magnet feel to where they will dodge at you, or sorry, they'll lunge at you, and they will literally follow you even if it's not part of their animation. And I have uh, one of the big ones that a lot of people have showed is that Chained Ogre. Um, I have probably five or six clips where there's just some kind of bad programming in my opinion. I've had one where he went through the stage uh, and grabbed me and threw me off about 50 yards off off the edge of the, the cliff. I have another one where he was aiming directly at me, and then I moved in the dodge, and he changed directions mid-lunge to grab me and kill me there. I had another one that I actually shared on Twitter that was hilarious, where he grabbed me in the middle of a changed animation after I had learned his pattern, threw me over, and one of the other enemies stabbed me as I landed. I never <laughs> even had a chance to... I never even had a chance to roll away from it, and this was all... killed me in one entire swoop, so... Um, I did beat that Chained Ogre and moved on to the next enemy. I've, I could probably beat him if I have enough time and patience for it, but I'm actually just gonna shell the game for now. I, I don't have the time and patience to spend hours and hours and hours in games to where I just completely die over the same enemy or boss or mini-boss for hours upon hours in frustration. So it's, as Dan always says, those games are just not for me. Um, and uh, as I'm probably just gonna have to stream uh, somebody playing it just so I can see more of the lore and the enemy is just to kind of appreciate what's made there but for you people that love these games and can get through them and then look down on everybody else good for you good for you <laughs> so uh, that's it for me on Sekiro i think it's cool if you like those games play them it's it's there to be played it's a great one do you got anything to say on this no. one or are you just no. gonna, hey, let you're just gonna you're over it okay yep. <laughs> yeah let it go plenty of let other let games to play go. right yep. yeah there's a lot of stuff or to play one. So. <laughs> Speaking of, as we move to there, so we're gonna we're gonna just lightning through our games that we're playing. We do like to share with you what we're playing, and if you've played those, you'll probably see our reviews, and we can share impressions there too. But uh, Dan, what are you playing right now? What are you, what is the only thing you're playing? Yeah, I should
2: say? pretty much Division Two, except for the Firestorm we played yesterday. I'm hoping to today to maybe jump into Yoshi a little bit, but mm. we'll see how ah, yes. time uh, allows. We'll see how that works. I got it sitting there, so. But yeah, pretty much Division 2. That's it.
1: Cool. My hands. Yeah, so we've talked about Division 2 and Sekiro. That's 99% of what I've been playing. I did jump into the Mortal Kombat 11 beta that is ongoing this weekend. Um, just to get a feel for it. I already know I'm getting it. I just wanted to see what it felt like, you know, and to confirm my what we thought is that it's gorgeous and, and fluid and it's all those things. So I just played two quick matches um there's five or six characters you can play as uh one of them is jade who's my favorite female ninja there um so she just feels and looks awesome and uh the game is kind of everything that you know we expected and that's all i needed to do i just wanted to get a feel for it other than that i'm going to wait till it releases because i just don't want to i don't want to get into it yet until it's out so um other than that i'm looking forward to playing more firestorm like i said and uh, powering through (laughs) more Sekiro. Cool. I'm going to lightning
0: my stuff super quick here. So F1 2018, um, I finally got a 1,000 out of a 1,000 gamer score on that game. It takes a long time to do with a lot of uh, races and online matches. And so I finally got that. I'm really proud of that one. Went back to persona 5 i'm still powering through that one that's also a very long game i think the minimum uh, hours to play that is somewhere between 80 and 90 and then if you want to explore more it goes into the hundreds so i'm at about hour 20 on it um and i just absolutely love that game uh what remains of edith finch so a just a gem in this generation i highly recommend playing that um, it's available on Game Pass right now. You can find it on PlayStation, PC, everywhere you want. Um, it only takes around two and a half to three hours to get through the entire thing. If you try to play all the little achievements and stuff, maybe three hours if you try to get to it. But very, very special story. Check it out. I highly recommend it. Sekiro, you've been shelved. Already talked about <laughs> that. I'm not going to go back into it, but I have played the heck out of that. And Firestorm, which I will be going back to a bunch. So that's what we're playing. going to turn it over to Dan for a name that
1: game Woo. Damn, oh.
0: it's
2: all yours yeah alright guys let's just hope you don't get this on the second question that's my uh, oh boy that's my goal who wants to go first thought about it. Ains why don't you go first okay. Yeah. alright this is again this one will be a lot easier than blood and <laughs> goal, goal 13 uh, so I know you guys have played this all right, hold on. Sorry, I'm ready. Here we go. All right, number one, released in 2002 in North America for the PlayStation 2.
1: Double get, huh? Uh, 2002 right. PlayStation 2. So year after release. Um, let's go with.
2: Hmm. Onimusha. Mm. No.
1: I'm going to go
0: with Time Splitters 2.
2: No. All right, Ugh. now I just have to make it past this one to not do the walk of shame. Okay, it was first presented, first footage shown at E3 in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, I was just I reviewing my 2001
1: two. E3 footage, so, you know.
2: Well, um, E3 was.
1: You know, I'm going to go mean. with. Oh, E three, yeah, 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 but that was eighteen years ago. <laughs> Think about it, though. Eighteen years ago, what were you
2: doing?
0: But I'm thinking really hard, actually. I'm gonna go with Time Splitters
2: three. Nice. No. <laughs> ah, damn.
1: Um, E three back then. I'm gonna go with Grand Theft Auto three.
2: No, that's a no go okay. on that one. All right, number three, right. the concept for the game, was created by David Siller, also the same person who developed Crash Bandicoot.
1: Wow. Uh, Oh, it's my guess, mm -hmm. Bert. Yeah, Um. Bert, don't don't you dare. (laughs) Because, you know, I have it, so I don't want you to jump in ahead of time here. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, Crash Bandicoot, huh? God. Let's go, Jack and Daxter.
2: No. Okay. That's a good game. Though. I'm
0: gonna go with. Cl- I'm gonna go with Clinoa.
2: <laughs> Do <Did> you say <laughs> Medios? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, that's a no, by the way. Okay. So originally it was scheduled for release on the Nintendo 64. However, it was delayed and moved back for the Dreamcast and then again delayed and then eventually releasing for the PS2
1: ooh interesting
0: I'm gonna go with Klonoa 2 (laughs) damn it (laughs) Burt that's a good
2: guess Um,
1: wow that one really throws me for a loop I have no idea now Um, I go Red Faction
2: no all right this is a hack-and-slash game that takes place in a dynamic 3d world what?
1: a hack-and-slash game oh man hmm
2: it'll get relatively easier after this sorry guys let me think about I have to this. get halfway through or I don't think I did my job hack-and-slash game
1: yeah I don't I don't have a freaking call. You. Uh, you said we did play, it, ain't? so I'm, We did. Play you it had
2: to have. I know. I. You guys had to have. Maybe you didn't. I don't know.
1: How about the original Devil May Cry? No. No.
0: I'm gonna go with Dynasty Warriors.
2: No.
1: Dynasty ago. Warriors, which one? There's like 85 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have Dynasty taken Warriors them. 34.
2: <laughs> yep. We would have had five guesses. You could guess one of them. Um, all right. So let's, let's open this up a little bit. This this uh, Capcom title is part mm-hmm. of the PS2 Greatest Hits. It's from Capcom.
0: Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. My turn. Yours right? Yep. yep. I'm gonna go with final fight seven
2: no <laughs> seven <laughs> nice <laughs> uh capcom
1: um damn funny enough i've said devil may cry and onimusha packet slash oh boy I need, like, one more clue, and then I'd probably get it, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. no, you've, I don't have it here, uh, for sure. Um, hack and Slash. How about Maximo?
2: Boom!
1: Damn. Yeah,
2: baby. Yeah. That was That's a good game. Wow. That's a good game.
0: Wow. That was an excellent game. <sighs> what was the next question? The, the next one, one was, is, there was a
2: sequel released in 2003, and a third game scheduled, but later canceled. Music includes remixes of tracks found in an early Nintendo game of which it shares the same universe. Once you defeated the boss... was a great game. Yep, you have the option to receive extra health or a kiss from a sorceress. (laughs) Um, And like its Nintendo predecessor, if you got hit, you would lose pieces of your armor and eventually be adventuring in your skivvies.
1: Yeah, I I would have gotten all those for sure. I'm just surprised I got it on that one. I couldn't think of any other Capcom time game around the same time that was a fun game i still that have it i have game. my
0: copy i love maximo yeah i have that game too i love it too uh, it's a shame that's that it went cool. through development hell
1: yeah i was a ghouls yeah. and ghosts fanatic man i love those original games yep.
0: cool Me so too. uh dan what question was that by the way that, that was six. Five? six six got it okay. got it for our history yep. books cool. here wow well good good actually uh game to, to go on there i name that game that's a great one yeah,
2: yeah i figured so. everybody knew it it was one of my favorites
0: Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Dan. Uh, Congrats, uh, Ains, on question number six. It's better than question number one, which we we have yet to do. But uh, that does close us out for BitCast 51. Thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't had a chance yet, um, on YouTube, we have a couple new videos. Uh, We did not have a Backseat Gaming last week due to just scheduling uh, conflicts with us this week, but we are coming back this week. Um, This one will be the Battle Royale game where all three of us play together. We've each played our individual games where I played Fortnite, Dan played Blackout from Call of Duty, and Ames played Realm Royale. (laughs) On this one, we're we're going... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's a crazy one. We're playing uh, Apex, right? We're going to be playing Apex Legends together in a trio, so that should be super fun. We'll have that out for you this Friday um and then division two will be uh on our next bitcast as far as a review goes and make sure to look for that on our website as well anything else folks that you wanted to
1: share no just uh yeah i started the division two review like i said to a bunch of people i speak to you know really wanted to really power through the end game before writing a full review on that so uh, getting there we'll talk about yep. it next week
0: Okay, Dan. Anything else before your backseat gaming return to realm royale games, battle royale
2: games? <laughs> battle royale. Games. Or <laughs> I, got, I got so burned on realm royale. Yeah. Oh jeez. No, um, I'm excited to see how it goes tomorrow. I guess, or we should,
0: uh, Yeah, that's gonna be. Something. We will be
2: champions, damn it! We will be champions. <laughs> that right. is a lofty goal, considering you have <laughs> the biggest handicaps in battle royale history. <laughs> so hey. we'll see.
0: Me and Ains have won just the two of us before, so we will carry you, sir. We will carry the handicap. Yes,
2: sir. That doesn't even mean anything to me because (laughs) I will make it worse.
0: All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening again. If you're listening on audio, thanks as always. If you're watching or I should say watching and listening on YouTube, thanks for watching and listening. Make sure to like and subscribe anywhere you're listening or watching. Have a great week, everyone.